If you freaking don't want to fight, then you freaking might as well stop right now. Are you going to stop fighting? You're behind in this fight. Damn it. Take this. You're behind in this fight. You're now listening. You got 12 minutes left. That's four rounds. What you do in the next 12 minutes, you're going to have to live with for the next 10, 20, 30, 40 years of your life. Your little son, he's not going to be told that his son beat Hollyfield. He's going to be told he beat lost to a guy named Volta. Who's brought up with no talent? You understand? Anything you feel, he's feeling the same for worse. You're just not digging. You hear me? And you can't talk about all the things you talk about if you don't perform. Now listen, do you want to live with that the rest of your life, no. Michael? It's gonna happen. You got 12 minutes. You're behind. You understand? It's gonna start here. Bienvenidos. This is episode number. What number is it, B? Yes. <laughs> this is number ten. Numero diez. Numero diez. <laughs> Wrong diez. <laughs> What's oh, up, yo? Knock him out the box. I'm Vinny Paz. This is my co D, the co-host with the co-most, Brendan Long. What's the word, kid? Yo. What's up? We got a lot of. Uh... I guess you'd call it bad news. This is a doom and gloom episode. It is. It's the for doom our, and gloom. Uh, for our, our our first official public episode. This is the yeah. How should we episode. how should we explain this and welcome everyone on board? Because what it's not our first episode. No. Nah. But I guess it's our first episode recorded for uh, the global <laughs> community. <laughs> well. Billy showed me a figure today. We have a hundred million fans. Did you see that? Hundred yeah, million we do. downloads. We do. So I mean, this shit is. We done blowed up. We did. You know what I'm saying? We done blowed up. No, um, I guess how to explain it. We were doing it on Patreon behind a paywall, and we realized that we wanted more people to hear it. So we're gonna do exclusive shit still on Patreon. Maybe watch-alongs of fights or Q and As, et cetera, et cetera. But we're gonna make the podcast available to everyone. I yeah. So guys, you know, we for our new listeners um who are joining the masses and droves of people that that download this podcast. Um we recorded uh nine episodes before tonight, um one of which is posted on Spotify. And yeah, and uh, all and all everywhere where podcasts are available. And uh, yes. And uh we uh we think people like it. And we like doing it, so we want everyone to hear it. Right. Um, but for our but for our loyal uh, Patreon fans, you guys get a lot extra with your uh, Patreon subscription. So more to more to come for that. But this podcast, as you hear it, uh, will be available on, on all streaming platforms. The extras, though, you guys got to pony up the cash because um, you know, my kids got to eat and I'm unemployed. Indeed. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna do watch alongs and whatever Q and A's. I'm, I'm at a I'm at a public library right now, stealing their we're stealing their Wi Fi. Indeed, to, uh, to, to get on here. So, uh, well, what do you want to you what do you want to jump into? You want to jump into ah, the bad news, or do man. you want to go over some of these fights that that have happened since we've been on air? It's up to you. Well, I mean, look, if the fights aren't topical at this point because. We've gotten some. This was supposed to be a big month for boxing. Yeah. This was supposed to be a a big month for the heavyweight division. There was a really nice card that was shaping up 
between and Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder, as you all know out there, were headlining that card. And Tyson Fury has been stricken with COVID. His whole camp, I believe it was 10 people in camp, uh, tested positive, which uh, is an enormous number. Um, apparently, Tyson Fury wasn't fully vaccinated. Uh, yeah, he had the first and not the second, apparently. Yeah, he said the first shot didn't make him feel well, uh, so he never took the second one. It's a typical well, Bob another- Today, I'm today. Yesterday, I was lying. Today, I'm telling the truth. Yeah. Uh, after Te- the Teofimo Lopez breakdown due to COVID, Bob jumps on at press conference says, "All my fighters are now <laughs> fully vaccinated," and boom. Well, also uh, since his positive, since his positive test, he tested negative three times, and what does he do? He goes back to the UK with his and now and now break and now break. So. We're, no, we're not even in the clear for the uh, for the proposed second date, which is in October, correct? I believe so. Yeah, that's what they're saying. Right. So, guys, the entire card, which was a really good uh, heavyweight card, if you want to see the big boys mix it up. Well, we were um, happy about that because pay per view yeah. cards are usually trash. Right now, and this was, and not not in the eighties and nineties, but now it's yeah, correct. <clears throat> so now. We wait, um, and, you know, being the bearers of bad news, we recently, I mean, literally on our format, we were going to talk about how this fight was all but shored up, and there was just some, some I's to dot and T's to cross. But uh, it looks like, according to Mike Coppinger, Canelo and Caleb Plant are not going to fight. Canelo was trying to hit a target date of Mexican Independence Day and get everything uh, shored up before then. And what he does every year, Mexican Independence yeah. Day and Cinco de Mayo. Those right. are his locked in dates every right. year. Uh, he wanted to unify 168 with plant uh, off rip. I believe he was avoiding the fight. He was previously offered a yes. career high payday to take him to take on the fight. He didn't take it. And this would have been this, a bigger payday. Uh, you told me what, before we went on air that this was a supposed $10 million payday. 10, 10 million bucks. What I said to you is unless he fights Canelo, I'd be shocked if he makes 10 million the rest of his career. Right. Um, be, but for a variety of reasons. Um, one being that uh, you, you take this Canelo fight and you get destroyed, but you're also set. I mean, he can play the PBC game, and Heyman can feed him guys in the stable, right? And he can continue to beat subpar opposition and look good against them, and fool fool casual fans. Uh, how much of this, in your opinion, is based on the fact that he knew he would catch that fade? And before you answer, look, man, $10 million is a lot of money, man. Um, I know that sounds ridiculous to say those words, but w- what I mean by that is $10 million is a huge payday for someone who's not a star. Right. He is not a household name. No. He's barely a household name against fight fans. Right, right, there, right. You could, there, is a, there, there are people that watch boxing that be like, uh, yeah, I think I heard his name. 
You know what I mean? Now, I'm not talking about diehards, but there are yeah, definitely I mean, yeah, diehards know him. Um, you know, uh, he he certainly thinks he's a star. He, in my opinion, acts like a like he thinks he's a star. Um, he's well respected as uh, it seems as far as the box. You know, people respect his skills, but yeah, he's not there yet as a name. Um, I'm trying to read this article now, um, and uh, it's just going to be a back and forth bullshit. But like you said, $10 million is a lot of money to turn down. What? I don't know. I, I just don't no, I, I know. I, I know what you're trying to get at before you even getting at it. What could these these T's crossed and these I's dotted that needed to be done to get this done? What could have happened? On that side of things, right? Once the ten million dollars is offered, what, what, what? Oh, I want a big ring. I want to, no, 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 no. You, you, you're not just the B side, okay? Because there's always an A and B side, bro. Sure. Even in big, even in big fights, there is, or there wouldn't be favorites unless it's a 50-50 fight with two. Unless you're talking, you know, Leonard Her- Leonard Hagler. You're you're usually talking about an A and a B side. Sure, the, yeah. even when even when guys are known and and on Look, a high when it level. Was Mayweather Pacquiao, there was an A and a B side. That was absolutely like it, it, it. It 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 tripped up the negotiation for a long time. Absolutely, know, uh, these guys absolutely. And, and this I, is that. This is that. Floyd, you know, and a lot of people blame Manny, but I blame them both. You know, of for course, of for, course for the delay in that. Uh, but th- this is that case on steroids is the B side. You're not in a position to be making any sort of demands. Not, not that we know that he did, but we definitely know that it's that side as to why this is either yeah, completely canceled or temporarily canceled. Yeah, or postponed. Or, but we know how long these fights take, take to get made, how to start, you know, the stars have to align. Sometimes uh, guys have to stay healthy. Um, I'm, I'm trying to figure out, the contract was passed back and forth between Alvarez's team and Al Heyman's premier boxing champions over weekend over the weekend. And after multiple edit requests, the deal collapsed over a stalemate. I mean, it was supposed to be September 18th in Las Vegas, a PBC Fox pay-per-view, a pact that was in the works for weeks, but in the 11th hour talks have broken over disagreements in the contract. Here's another issue. Okay. That comes along with this is that, they have what six or seven weeks no uh, let me correct myself they have a few weeks to find a replacement because we know he's going to fight on that weekend and you know what we're looking at there is not going to be some um magical replacement that we deem acceptable for canelo where he's at right now and who he should be fighting and the level of fighter he should be fighting it's not like in a couple of weeks, they're going to get Bivol or better be at. Right. Or will they? <laughs> no, I mean, I, I don't think so. He's going to get, you know, it, it, I'm, tr- well, I'm trying this is at, this is at, uh, at 68. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty disappointed to tell you the truth. Cause, uh, you know, I, I wanted to see what, what plant was made of. Uh, I wanted to see Canelo, of course, perform. Um, yeah, I mean, you're being very polite about it. I mean, let's be honest. Here. We wanted to see that fucking kid get his head blown. That's what we wanted to see. Now, well, I mean, he was offered the fight 
like a year and a half ago, I think pre-COVID, he turned yeah. it down. That uh, was, I heard 6 million was the offer. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I mean, so here's my like domino effect theory, PBC theory. And we're going to get into one of the players in this. Yeah, please. I think, I think that the plan, because he fought and he, and even though it was a draw, it was an upset. Um, I think that Jamal Charlo, right? That's the 160 pound one. Yes, Jamal okay. is 54. I think Jamal Charlo is going to move up to 168 while Jamel Charlo moves to 160. I think that's the plan. I said this to, or thought this, a week when I was really sort of pessimistic about the plant uh, Canelo negotiations. And I said, if a PBC guy loses, typically there is another belt holder of PBC affiliation, right, in the division that mm-hmm. they'll be able to, to match. Mm-hmm. If plant lost, loses at 68, there's no other PBC guy there that, you know, that they can make, make it, I guess, David Benavidez, but he's advised by Heyman, but promoted by, I th- or he's a, on ESPN. So mm-hmm. he's not like a Fox fight. You know what I mean? Like the TV. Yeah. Sort of it appear it appears that there would be some sort of connection to Aram and or top rank. Right. So to, my, th- to, my thing is, so my thing is PBC, this is my, this is my conspiracy, P, my PBC conspiracy theory that if they don't get, if they didn't get exactly what they wanted with Canelo, they'd blow up the deal. Plant will face Jamal Charlo. Winner faces Benavidez while Jamel Charlo moves to 160 and they find him a belt at 60. You know, you understand what I'm saying? Of course. Uh, fight, fight, for, fight for his brother's vacant belt at 60. Yeah. Um, and that way they, they, they maintain uh, some semblance of control of those divisions. If Plant loses a unifier to Canelo, they have no negotiation power as far as belts are concerned. Um, well, as far as, your theory, as far as your theory, you can also add that for the time being, unless you wanted to go up, uh, Jamel could avoid the Castaño rematch. Right. So, so what I'm saying is for the, for the, for the, ca- the coveted, and I say coveted casual fans, right? Because they know we're going to fucking watch. It doesn't matter. I, I watch two fucking bums fight over a fucking muffin in a fucking in right. the alley. You know what I mean? I don't give a shit. No, so, the sickos are going to be there regardless. Right. So for the cat presenting big fights for championship belts is important. You know, for us, we're like, oh, I don't give a fuck about a trinket. It's just a strap. It's just this. Nah, man, yeah. it, mean, it means something. When you yeah. can, get, especially a company like PBC that has Fox dates, so they could theoretically put either on primetime or like a, a Saturday afternoon, you can put one of their many belt holders on and people will tune in and watch because, oh, look, this guy's a champion. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Wow, look at this production. Look at this. Look at mm-hmm. that. You know, oh, wow. You know, this is whatever. He's a champion. That belt means something to the promotion. So my point is that this PBC domino effect could be uh, not necessarily a, a plan to blow it up, but if they didn't get everything they wanted and it looks like it's a portion of the pay-per-views is what they blew this up off of and the date, then, you know, it, it doesn't surprise me. If it wasn't well, a- you're, you're talking about something that 
here's why what you're saying isn't a stretch. Look what's been done with the welterweight division with right. BBC. It's a, they'd be replicating that right. at, at 68, and like you said, possibly 60 if right. they want to move the other. If they want to move, if they want to move Mel to 60 right. and Mal to 68. If these pieces start to slide, you know what I mean. Right. Plus, Benavides now has heat with both Plant and and the Ch- Charlo. He, I mean, he's cutting <laughs> promos on Charlo like I like crazy right. promos not right not i'm a professional i'm gonna say i'm gonna outwork him in the ring he's like yo i'll fucking kill him right i'm gonna i'll fuck him and plan up in the same night yeah yeah so i'm so, with that so there's all kinds of you know that th- that i believe that pbc is licking their chops at keeping money in-house sure which Possibly, they've done right so if you have like a playoff playoffs if you have a playoff playoffs, playoffs <laughs> and the winner of that hypothetically gets you know you have a three-man kind of tournament thing and mm-hmm. then like th- then you put the the, the winner or the close whatever and you put that on a pay-per-view that's pbc's money with potentially one two three fights and i think that that supersedes what they get with a canelo fight and they maintain their obligations to fox and who else they ha- whoever else they have so, well, I, I'll play devil's advocate just for play. the sake. It's just for the sake of playing. It's not. It's it's not that I disagree with you because you're probably right. But there's something to be said for you being the biggest attraction in the sport, and Canelo saying to Eddie Hearn, "Yo, get this done." There's mm-hmm. there's something to be said for that only because get this done because I want to unify sixty eight. If they strip me after this, then they strip me after this. Right? He unifies sixty-eight and goes to fight Bivol, or better be at, these, at seventy-five. At seventy-five, these belts that you're talking about that they want to bring home and in-house in PBC would eventually be vacated anyway. Maybe within right. a, what a year from now, mm-hmm. he fights what? Uh, let's say he fights at sixty-eight. Um, uh, let's assume he fights at 68 against another opponent, September Mexican Independence Day. Cinco de Mayo, maybe the plant fight is then. Whatever yes. happens, win, lose, or draw, he moves to 75. Those belts still become v- vacated. Then you have four vacated belts for them to worry about. Right. Uh, picking up at, 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 I, at I, again, I, playing devil's advocate yeah. because if I'm Canelo and I want that, I'm, I'm getting that fight right. done. And historically right. speaking, through history, very few times has the biggest star in the sport wanted a fight and not gotten it. I, I'd be hard-pressed to think of a time when it, it, it didn't happen. If you look historically, right, the, right. The, 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 there's a couple guys who are the biggest in the sport. One or two, maybe sometimes three in the, in the, in the, in the, in the bigger eras. Right, look, bottom line, Canelo wants the fight, and I, I don't care what what they say, whatever they, if, 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 if what Coppinger is reporting and it was a $10 million deal. Yeah. Then I, there's no, there's no defense. I'm sorry on the other guys. No, no, no I can, I can see if it was short money. Of right? course. And, and, and he was like, you know, fuck this guy. You know, he's, he's going to make 36. Cause that's what he's going to make 36. Yeah. And I'm going to make three or two. 
that's disproportionate. Fuck you. I'm not going to potentially ruin my livelihood and my career for short money when he's making this much money. Because he's a belt holder and, and well, what well, and just it's a unification inje- in, about. Yes. And he plans on continuing boxing. If, right. you set, if you set a negative negotiation precedent, every other promoter is going to lick their chops and be like, well, you took short money against Canelo. Of course. You know what I mean? And it's, it's, it's a death knell for these guys going forward. You know, um, so. Well, there's a, there's a couple guys, B, that fought um, that fought Floyd when he was sort of doing his bum of the month club run towards the end, you know, and I remember being like, oh, X, Y, Z hit the, hit the, that's the sweepstakes. Right. And then, and then seeing the payday and being like, that's not really that crazy. No, no. Knocked around by, Flo- I remember, <laughs> I think you and I were discussing uh, the, um, the Robert Guerrero payday. And I was like, yeah, he got actually like, no, he didn't. He got like, yeah. no, no. You know what fight it was? It was Chris Algieri, Manny Pacquiao. Oh, I was like, I, bro, that's look. I mean, uh, when these do, I'm going I'm I'm to go on. I'm going to go on record right now. And, th- and I've, and I've, I've, if you guys listened to the previous nine episodes, when we discussed Demetrius Andre and we discussed Joe Smith and we discussed shitty negotiations, that's fucking star boxing. So I'm going to yeah. go on here. And, yeah. and and ruin local boxing connections that I have by saying <laughs> uh-huh. that star boxing is not an advocate for the fighter. He's an ad. He Joe DeGuardia is an advocate for getting his name in lights. And bottom line, and in my opinion, threw Chris Algieri to the fucking wolves. Has him fight in uh, what is that fight in Macau? Yeah, travel across for one and a half million dollars, and what hung a hotel room over his head. Like, you know, like d- dangled the carrot for him like this, you know, granted, hey, it it led to Chris getting some other big fights and we'll discuss. Sure. He got an Amir Khan fight. He right. got an Errol Spence fight. Right. And uh, I, I, I thought he won the, the Khan fight, but um, I do, too. I, and hurt him, which yeah. Chris can't punch. Right. Um, Chris is actually a topic of discussion in a little bit. Yeah. But, uh, but I look, guys, this is what I'm talking about. You got to be careful with who your promoter is. And Chris tried to get out of that contract. And Chris is a bright kid, bright guy. He's not a kid um, and couldn't get out of that contract and sat and waited. And they just said, they just, they, they waited him out. And Chris had to start fighting under that banner again. Um, well, I, I just wanted to add that, you know, there was, it was seen as the, the, uh, the sweepstakes to fight uh, Manny, the sweepstakes to fight Floyd and to get one point, Four five million because I remember saying to you, I think he got four or five. You said, No, 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 he got 1.5 million. And then you talk about taxes, cut that in half, your trainer, your manager, etc. 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 If he walked with half a mil, I'd be shocked. That's just my opinion when I do the numbers in my head because I'm in while I'm not in that business, I'm in the entertainment business and I know what needs to be done in order to stage something big like that and in order to prepare for it. Um, we talked about reviewing things. Um, I just want to rip through this real quick only because, uh, uh, you're, 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 a, well, you're a mush and you're starting to put it on me. Um, <laughs> Jojo Diaz, uh, Javier Fortuna, we both thought, uh, Fortuna would win. Yeah. We, I, we, I said he would win and get, but get hosed. Um, you said he would flat out win. Uh, Jojo Diaz won. He he did well. I thought Fortuna fought well, and I thought it was closer than the scar- cards were. I did I didn't think he won. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna say that. But I thought he looked. Fortuna good. won. 
Correct. Correct. Okay. Right. Yeah. But I, I thought either. he fought well. I, he didn't. He fought okay. He, he, I think he, he looked unprepared. He looked surprised. Diaz came out like a fucking bull, um, and uh, and took it to him. I, it was a very entertaining fight. If you guys haven't it seen it, please, please, please watch it. Uh, and I've been saying this that JoJo Diaz has had a heel turn. He, yes. He's a he's a, he's a, he's a bona fide badass now. I'm so, with it. I, and uh, I'm with it too. And he calls everybody out. After every fight, um, so he's he's taking on all custom uh, all all comers, and you know, of course, Ryan Garcia was supposed to. This was supposed to be Ryan Garcia's fight against Porto. Correct. And Correct. Diaz stepped stepped in on short-ish notice. This was Correct. his first time at the weight, I believe, and uh, he looks. Com- this is a this is a guy who, to me, looks way more comfortable at the at, as he's gotten as he's grown into his body. Yeah, there's some fights to be made there at 35 with him. Yeah. That makes it interesting. Yep. Uh, we both predicted Charlo to stop Castano. Everybody picked Charlo to stop Castano. Let's be honest. Uh, uh, I, I want to say Castano. something real quick. Real quick. I saw a few people saying, I knew Castano would do this, et cetera, et cetera. And I just like, I'm here to say they're liars. Um, I we want- picked Charlo to stop him. Castaño, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't know if this is. Uh, I'm not going to speak for you. I don't think super highly of either Charlo. I think they're very solid fighters. I don't think yes. they're great. Um, so saying I don't think highly of them is wrong. I think they're overrated when it comes to people calling them great. I don't know if this is a matter. Okay, of, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna jump in here and say that they're good. Okay. And I'm going to also, I want to clarify, and I think I did this in earlier episodes for our, for our new listeners, because there's a hundred million of them now. Billy showed me the figures today. It's crazy. Yeah. hundred million downloads in one day. Yeah. In one um, day. In one day. Um, um, disclaimer. There's no truth to that. Um, look, if I say, if I say someone sucks or I say this guy's not good, that doesn't really mean that they suck or they're not good. It's a, it's relatives speaking. Everything Charlo, is relative with us. Yeah. Uh, Jermel Charlo is is not a multifaceted fighter. Um, Jermel Charlo cannot adjust in the ring. Jermel Charlo, if you watch his last, I believe, like four fights, one of my buddies, my buddy, uh, one of my buddies, one of my boxing buddies uh, put me onto this. He's like, look, man, he's like losing his last four fights and relied on power, you know, to, to kind of bail him out. Um, once a guy can take you a punch or is ready or understands that that's what you're going to try to do. Like that's, that's his, that those are his tactics. Jamel Charlo, he backs straight up. He doesn't vary the jab. Um, he can't fight going backwards. Um, first off, up. first off, he was fighting off the ropes against Castaño, which I have no idea why he was doing that with a come forward guy. He right. can't fight off the ropes. While you're talking about things he can't do, he can't fight off the ropes. No. Um, he, and he, you know, he doesn't. When you said he doesn't vary the jab, when he wants to, he throws a nice one-two, but he doesn't move the speed of the jab. He doesn't, he doesn't throw change the body. The speed of the jab. He doesn't stick the jab to the body. He doesn't throw hooks to the body. Uh, he doesn't he, go he, to the body. He doesn't. He doesn't really move his head. Um, he was getting the, caught with the same punches over and over again. The question um, becomes, though, is this? Is this? When we talk about. It was a draw, a disputed draw. Uh, it was a close fight, nip and yeah. tuck. 
Um, he hurt Castaño in the tenth. Castaño and, and fought third, through it. Yes, he showed how Castaño's tough as nails. I'm now a fan. I'm now a big fan. I said he was going to get routed. He didn't even yeah. come close to getting routed. He yeah. arguably won. It de- a draw is definitely uh, the least he should have gotten. It's there seemed to be an overwhelming um, sense of Castaño won and got robbed. You and I have talked about robberies and tried to explain them in previous it wasn't a episodes. To, so again, for the for our new listeners, you have to be really careful about what you call a robbery and why you call a robbery. If you can, if you think something's close and there were nip and tuck and close rounds, that's not a robbery. No. You think, oh, this guy won. You flip around the two for the other guy because they were close. That's right. not a robbery. And also, if your guy lost a close affair right that's not a robbery right because <laughs> right. you, you're right. a guy lost or, and i'm going to go out there and 99 of the time it's my guy lost it was a robbery right or you or you or in this case you might dislike charlo and say no he got beat it's like that. right you not liking him doesn't validate exactly a robbery. exactly you know what i mean exactly so, so charlo there's listen either derrick james needs to by the way he wasn't listening to derrick james instructions so do, do you really think Derek James instructions were okay? This is a, this is okay. That, that's <laughs> Look, another man, that, that's another I, road. I consciously was saying, what's he do, what's he telling him to do? I thought he I thought they both did better with Ronnie Shields. Uh, I'm not going to say another topic for another day, but we could go down the rabbit hole of that and firing trainers and why some of these guys do most of the time it's diva behavior. Ronnie Shields has been around the sport for decades and decades and decades uh champion after champion not saying you have to like them meaning you or the fans but i don't um, is there is there bad blood there i don't think there's there's i don't think i think he i think he just wanted to go do his own thing away from his brother i i I probably yeah yeah fair enough uh i i was definitely saying what the fuck is he doing here Derek james i i mean the first thing i'm telling him is get off the fucking ropes the other thing I'm telling him is maybe he doesn't, he cut, doesn't, he doesn't cut the ring off either. He, he I don't think he follows. can. He's he. I don't think he's he can. I think if I, you were I, to tell him cut the ring I, off, I'm gonna I'm that, gonna say this. His he lacks ring generalship. Yeah. Um. He also lacks what appears to be intuition, like the 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 flow of the fight and where it's going and what he needs to do. It was. Again, rinse and repeat, round after round, same shit, hoping to catch him. And even said it in the post interview, my power at this weight is so... Motherfucker, you didn't only say that when you like when you have someone counting lights in front of you. This Absolutely. Dude just, this dude twice ate your best shots and came took, back he and took won the following round. He took everything you threw at him. Um, right. Well, uh, something, something to d- discuss, to touch on, in regards to you saying ring generalship, the thing is, now when you've been dominant, even in his L with Tony Harrison, when you've been dominant and 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 uh, you knock guys out, sometimes it takes a fight like this to realize, oh, this guy doesn't really understand how to dictate pace. No, this guy doesn't understand the the, the concept of ring generalship when he was saying all oh, my power i landed the, the 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 harder shots and you're talking about a guy in castaño who's coming forward and throwing punches and punches and landing 
Not Later. just throw, not right. just throwing a bunch of he, punches. Castaño is outworking you. Yes. And, and that is important. And judges ringside, look at that. They can't see what we see. They don't have a replay. First of all, they, they don't score the rounds off of off the minute in between rounds where we sit there and watch super slow motion replays. Oh, actually, that one bounced off his elbow or that shot, you know, actually caromed off of his glove and didn't, you know, and didn't hit him, you know, on the button or whatever. They don't get yeah. to see that. They, yeah. What they see is it's happening in real time and they score in real time. Right. Right. Now, granted, uh, this was the Nelson Vasquez thing. This was the one, the, the bad 117, 111, 111. Well, he fire that motherfucker because now. that scorecard was filled out ahead of time. Yes. Um, or he's sick. He's sick and get him help. Yeah. OK, if that's if he actually, that's nine rounds to three for those who don't. Right. Get the fuck out of here. Get the yeah. fuck out of here. Get the get all the way the fuck out. Get the fuck out of boxing. And right yeah. away, right away, scorecards like that in boxing. Yeah. The second they that that something like that happens, that guy's gone. Gone. Play, gone. See you later. I you know, and the promoters right away pick the judges. So I mean right. fucking the commissions need to put the put the put, put pressure on the promoter, and the promoter doesn't use that guy no more. It's so, why it's why I, I push for a national boxing commission, but we could do a whole episode on that. We Yo, but, do, but we should do one because I'm but with listen, you. but listen, listen. Unless we, I, I, I was going to say we, I, prior to this, when we made our predictions, I said, Hey, this kid's got a nice jab. He puts that right, right hand behind it. Speaking of Charlo, he completely abandoned the jab in this fight. He was getting countered and then didn't know what to do. And again, once you're getting countered on the jab, that's when you vary the jab. So you faint and throw the right hand or you throw, you throw a hard jab, you throw a slower jab. You, you know what I mean? Fast, you know, go to the body with the jab. Change levels on it. He doesn't do anything. Absolutely, any of that. and speed. Change speed there. on the jab. You yeah. You can use it as a range finder, and then use it as a power jab and come behind it with the right hand, left hook. But you, hey, listen, listen. Also, um, Castaño was at, at points boxing beautifully, which 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 opened up Charlo for the power shots. Okay, he got started. Let's not now. When you mentioned he got hurt in the third, I think he hurt Charlo in the third with a left hook. Left hook, yeah. Yeah, now I'm not he saying like temple, he was on like a, it was like a temple shot, right? He wasn't on Queer Street, but he buckled absolutely no. buckled. And, and he certainly knew the guy was there. He knew the guy was there. It was, he knew- so Charlo showed me flashes of some athleticism because I will question that too. He didn't look super athletic either, you know. Um, but then there was times where he would sit and and slip out of the ropes and get on his toes and sort of throat pump the jab, you know, and move his head a little bit. And I was like, all right, there you go. All right, now he's warmed up. And yeah. then he would just stop. And then it was flat foot just trying to knock the guy out. And yeah, he either, it, he either fell in love with his power and just completely abandoned uh, any sort of boxing or he just never really had it. And now he's I mean, it, it, it wouldn't be something new, B, you know, those people right. who just fall in love with their power, admire their own work. I mean, who don't know what to do when it's not working. You can go back to someone like David Tua, like, right. yo, just destructive ball of power and then someone starts jabbing his fucking head off right you know what i mean like lennox did and it's like all right i guess i'm just gonna chase him and and throw this hook right and eat the jab all night well so we were wrong there uh but i'm i was happy to be wrong there's no times fuck we look like bozos and then it's like no i'm i'm so glad man that we look that we were wrong there to me before we wrap up on this fight to me immediate rematch run it back I agree. 
However, I think that the there's mandatories that are putting a roadblock in here. These guys are exercising their mandatories. Erickson Lubin being the WBC mandatory for Charlo. Um, so I I think in an instance like this, they they have to uh, they have to pay some step aside. I, I'd pay step aside money for this fight. It was a good, it was a really good fight. It was really it. entertaining. Um, and was it on Showtime? Yes. Put it on it Fox on a Saturday night, 8 p.m. primetime rematch. Do it on the East Coast. Nice on the card. Yeah, let's do it out here. We can go. Color it live. Up. Live. Uh, we uh, think Billy will let us do that. I don't know. We'll, we'll listen. That's the, Saturday. We when tell, he gets blind drunk, right? So yeah, I don't know. Goes if he'll to, be able to goes to wrestling events. <laughs> he go, oh yeah, I know. He goes to right. Wrestling. GCW. By the way, GCW. the guy was in it. The guy was in Atlantic City, drunk as a skunk, misbehaving at GCW. I. You don't I, have to give out all my personal details on the first <laughs> public episode. Why Billy, not? That's that was the um, okay. So guys, you can reach Billy at his home address. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Before before we talk about uh, what's what's happening uh, coming up, let's just uh, Zordo and uh, Sully B. Sully oh. Marrera. We uh, we surprised, both surprised, but not surprised. Surprise, um, surprise. Oh we both God. thought he was shop worn <clears> and that he. Uh, take a drubbing i believe that was what yeah. we said that's what happened uh sully b is done um right, bye, sully hope, b. hopefully he put some money away if not we're gonna watch him as i he's not even a gatekeeper i don't think at this point i think he's gonna fight on on billy's next gcw w card okay yeah. for the uh, uh for the hardcore belt so with that uh apparently zerto and bivol will likely get made um that's what i'm I think people uh, are all, all kinds of problems. Rumors around. Uh, I'd like to see the fight. Uh, I'd like to see Bivol back. I'd like to see uh, Bivol kind of disappointed in his last few fights, but I, I, I almost blame us, the boxing public, and wanting the baton pass from, from Triple G because Bivol was almost uh, billed as a, like a heavier triple g yeah even hey look even a baton pass from an older kovalev you know what i mean yeah. it was yeah you know that style we that's what we wanted we wanted right. that me mexican style that yeah and bivol's kind of stunk the joint out I, he's still just an elite guy you know what yeah. i mean but i just i, I think, think i think what i'm expecting to, i was expecting or we boxing no we <laughs> were we were but bro zordo is like his wet dream yeah, I as I far would, as styles, it's well, so. Not, I, I think I said I think I said Zerto was the cure for insomnia on the last. Episode. You did, um, you did. So you I'm, said I'm his his name should be spelled Z Z Z. Yeah, Z Z Z Z Z U R D O. Um, yeah. So I'm not a I'm not a huge fan. Seems like it seems like a nice enough fella. Yeah. Um, just oh my god. <laughs> Well, uh, until Water that boy. fight is made, we're not going to discuss it. But I will say this. Zordo seems to have a solid chin. When someone's got a solid chin and another one is a machine, that's that that, yeah. that can turn into a 12 round drubbing, which right. it's which gets <laughs> ugly at times. Uh, maybe not for us, but for the guy on the receiving end of said drubbing. Uh, it's not fun. I'd watch it. I'd yeah, watch it. I'm in. I'll, I'm I'll in. tune in. I'll tune uh, in. All right. So let's talk about what's coming up, my bro. Uh, yeah. 
Connor so, Ben, Adrian Granados, uh, Matchroom Fight Camp, which you and I like to refer to as Eddie Hearn's crib. <laughs> so guys, you guys don't know Eddie Hearn um, trying to, to uh, keep boxing alive during the, the, the times that we're living in and existing in has opened uh, his backyard, literally, or his garden, as they as they refer to it in England, and ha- is having fights in his backyard. Uh, this, Vin and I, uh, in earlier episodes, have talked about Connor Ben. Uh, we have we we loved his father, Nigel Ben, the and, dog destroyer, and Connor Ben is uh is is really again we talk about taking the baton. He's very entertaining and fun to watch and 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 full of skill. So uh, that's why we're. Well, two reasons we're talking about this. One, because Vin and I mark out for this fucking Eddie Hearn's, Eddie Hearn's backyard. Well, ball. the first, the first, um, the first uh, um, iteration. <laughs> what I, 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 I'm drawing a blank when you do a podcast is maybe the worst thing that could ever happen. Just dead air. This is yeah. This is where this is where if uh if, if we were stringent, we would edit this out. Yeah. Um uh this is where Billy's Pavie- supposed pa- to jump in. When when Pavetkin no now I remember when Pavetkin starched uh Dillian White that was the first time I saw Eddie's backyard. That was in Eddie's that was, that was, <laughs> that, Eddie's was backyard. that was at the height of COVID and what's going on in the UK now is it's getting bad again over there, the spikes. So Eddie's, you know, bringing it to. It's amazing that he it's at his house. It's it was it, it was funny. It was just it, fun. Just imagine a rich person's backyard. Like, yeah, like, we're not making this up. Yo, that's it's the richest. That's, like really, the, that's the biggest rich guy flex you can do. Like ever. Oh, wait, we can't book Wembley. You just have it at my house. Uh, we can't do it. We can't do it at O2. All right. Just do just it in ha- my backyard. Just have it here in the garden. In the garden. <laughs> Where? In, in, right. in, in, in my garden. Right. I, I have a boxing ring. And this fucking Eddie with that shit eating grin. <laughs> yeah. You know. Just sitting there in his backyard. He's Look, in his Adrian, house slippers. Adrian Granados is um, a, 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 a solid test for guys on the come up. For guys. Yeah. He's not. He's not someone that you think of as a world beater, but he's fought everyone. Uh, he's been in there tough. He's a tough kid. He's a tough kid. He's uh, probably I, most most famous for losing closely to Adrian Broner. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I uh, and I I thought he, I thought he, I think I thought he. It was a while ago. I think he thought. I think I thought he won the fight, but. Uh, it was definitely close. Uh, Broner gave a typical classless post-fight interview. Yeah. I fucked him up. Uh, da, 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 da. You know, and you have fucking Jim Gray trying to <laughs> make man, sense of what's... That was 2017. Wow, man. The years are flying by, man. Yeah. So, Connor Ben's 18-0, and 0, 12 knockouts. Um, look, high his, energy. High energy, this kid. He's Sebastian a- Formella and Sam Vargas are his last two fights. Uh, b- both guys that like Adrian Granados are kind of gatekeeper-ish. You yeah. you know you, you gotta you gotta fight this guy to maybe get something you know something real. If he beats Granados at forty-seven, well, what do you say? He's ready for a top fifteen guy. He's 10. you know top ten. Well, 
Yeah. You want to? All right. I think, I how mean, old is he, Vin? He'll be 25 in a couple of weeks. Let's, yeah, top 10. So he's so. 24. Uh, by the t- He'll still be 24 when the fight happens, turning 25 in September. Let's get him in with a top 15, top 10 guy at 47. 47 is very top heavy. So that's probably why I agree with you. I'm yeah. saying top 15. No, you're right. Top 10 because it's top heavy. It's like right. Bud and Spence. And yeah. then there's a huge, you know, and if you, if you want to, you know, obviously we're not going to forget about Pacquiao because we can't, but he's not going to, he's not going to be fighting Pacquiao. So yeah, by the, no, by the time he's ready, <laughs> Manny will be 45 or six, but um, it's very oh. top heavy Spence and Bud. And then you have that drop off of the, of the level of guys, the, the, the Thurmans, the, the Garcias. I don't know if, if Eddie will work with, with that, especially after this, uh, th- this crumbling of this, uh, uh, Canelo well, sp- and speaking of uh, speaking of welterweights, yeah, I know, and, and, I know. And, and part part of my going back to my uh, my conspiracy theory, Spence is also talking about moving to fifty four. So yeah. if if they do yeah. that slide, it Spence goes out of welterweight. They lock down fifty four. They lock down sixty. They lock down sixty eight. Yeah, so I think it all has to, one thing has to do with the other. Anyway, um, that's a good fight, guys. Tune in uh, again. That's on the zone. If you guys don't have it. Yeah, it's July 31st. I like the zone. People criticize it. Uh, I've never had a problem with it streaming. Um, I'm a big fan of the zone. People to zone sponsor us. Um, people people murder the uh, <laughs> announce team. I like Sergio Mora. Um, yeah. I like I don't like Chris Mannix. Neither do I. But I don't I the other guy that they murder doesn't bother me. Uh, I'm not gonna say I love him. Uh, Todd Grish. The wrestling guy? Yeah, he was he he's was okay. with he WWE. Then he was at ESPN. Now he's there. But I, I like Sergio. Uh, Mannix is arrogant and condescending. Uh, I don't know where it came from, uh, based on um, his accomplishments as far as boxing is concerned. He was a uh, Sports Illustrated boxing guy. Uh, yeah, I don't know if he still is. I don't. I his articles suck. His commentary's worse. Um, yes, I don't like the way he looks. All right, I, I, the, the, there's a versus card on Trilla. You're horny for this, so I'm gonna let you. T- I'm gonna let you take this because you're horny about it. it. Has something to do? It's is it at the garden? Is it at the theater? The garden? It's got something to do with the locks or something. You're real horny about this. Well, I'm, if you, as you guys know, um, I'm a big, I'm a big hip hop fan, and uh, my co-host um, creates <laughs> very, yeah. very well. I might add. Uh, that's that's debatable he's he's uh he's 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 actually i i uh i like his music i like vinny's music i hate i don't like to give vinny props so mm-hmm. i will say this i i do like the guy's music but anyway mm-hmm. so uh i i like this idea it's something new all right um i'm i i'm gonna be a hundred i'm gonna keep it as the kids say keep it a hundred keep it a hundred mm-hmm. uh i have literally tuned in to maybe six total minutes of this whole versus thing uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, which i'll call a versus phenomenon um i get i get like weirded out and like i get like uh kind of cringy uh when i feel people are embarrassing themselves so secondhand embarrassment those shows sec- sec- yeah i i can't do it um but i like the idea of versus at first i didn't get it and it's basically just like playing your hits against the other guy's hits and I guess people vote on it on, on 
Can anybody explain? I guess that's how it goes. So this is a mix of hip hop and boxing. I like these two uh, hip hop groups, I guess you would say, or yeah, it's uh, so a locks and dipset, correct? Right. So they're gonna battle. Well let, well, let me ask you a question. I didn't know that the the uh objective was to um crown a winner. I just well, I see on Twitter the next day, like yo, Snoop won that oh okay that versus okay. against DMX. No, so I mean, what do they DMX what do they do? But, I don't know but if, is they that, if they met if they measure likes or like the little hearts you can but what I'm saying, do you see people debating based on opinion or is there like a poll and they say, oh, like 64 percent the lot? I don't even I don't know. But I know that like Jim Jones and it's all in love. Jim Jones and 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 uh, and Styles, Styles. P are going back and forth on. IG. Yeah. It's yeah. Funny. I, I saw I saw. Yeah. I saw uh, someone. Was it Jones that put was it Jones? Was it Jim? Was it Jimmy or was it Styles that put someone's head on? On Apollo Creed Drago, it's did you see that Jim Jones? Yeah, I think I think he put, I think Jim styled his head right on 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 Apollo. (laughs) Yeah, that was funny. That was funny. But like you said, it's 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 not beef. It's all in good fun. It's usually people who like like each other. Styles went to went to Harlem, and he's on like street corner in Harlem, like physically in Harlem, Mm -hmm. and he's there. And then the 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 phone turns around, like who's videotaping, and it's Jada. You know what I mean? And it's like, (laughs) yo, we here. You know, right, the, right, right, know. right. So I like I don't know. Like I wish that they'd be like, hey guys, there's also boxing on on this thing too. Wait, so a couple questions I have for you: Are the locks and dipset physically going to be present? Yes. That's yeah, dope. That's that's really it's a, it's, so. Dope. It's a concert mixed that's in really with this dope. boxing event. That's dope, and it's that's on a dope. Tuesday, which is okay. Cool I take the- I take back me saying I don't know why you're you're on for it. Um, the fight is going to be Chris Algieri. Michelet Pierre, um, yes. I guess. I, I guess Chris. I mean, Michelet Pierre lost to Maurice Hooker. He lost to uh, Jose Pedraza. Right. Uh, both good fighters, so it's nothing to sure. be ashamed of. Chris hasn't um, fought in two years. Um, thir- uh, they're both thirty-seven. Yeah. Right. So, mm-hmm. Chris. Uh, Chris is a really good dude. I know you. You know him personally. I don't know uh, him personally. Yeah, I'm not like you know in, in passing. But it's like it's neighborhood shit. You know what I'm yeah, saying? It's like right. me saying I know Bob Bob from Philly. Right, it's right. just seeing him around at the cards. Yeah. Some guys I know right. better than others. Right. You know, some people right. I actually text with, and some I just yeah, say hello to. It's nothing like that. Fights, it's you know? it's a it's a very like remote. Chris went to uh, the the Catholic school over here, where mm-hmm. and where we grew up. So and he's younger than me. He's four years younger than me. But um, a more but a more nice, polite guy you could not meet. Uh, and a, nice a great guy. ambassador for the sport. I don't know that he would be considered one because he hasn't achieved the highest levels, but he's fought the guys at the highest levels. And he he's, does a hell of a job on the mic too. He's a he's, he's a really great, good commentator. great commentator. Always in shape. Uh, he's a nutritionist by right. by trade, so it's not a surprise that he's always in shape. He's helped other guys. He's Danny Jacobs, nutritionist. Right. Great guy. Great on the mic. Uh, not a lot of pop, but again, has fought everyone, fights tough, was getting fucking hit hard as fuck by Provodnikov, but yeah. Provodnikov was <laughs> and, still thumping. Um, yeah, and won. I mean, yes, I don't think he won the fight, but he won the fight. <laughs> um, I'll tell you this. There is no one tougher 
than than Chris Algieri. Chris Algieri. Look, man. By the way, you guys, what you guys don't realize, he has been a world champion fighter since he's 18 years old. He was a world yeah, champion. He was a kickboxer, kickboxer, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah he, he um uh, maybe someone could correct me on this. I believe I read an article years ago uh that his his father, his father actually uh is a is a director at a highway department. Um for one of the townships out here. And a lot of guys I went to school with work for his father that I grew up with work for his mm-hmm. father, who I've also met is a great guy. Super. And he's half Paisan. Oh, Oh, Oh. So, uh, <laughs> I think he's half Argentinian, half Paisan. Yeah. And half Italian. Only the so, good half. Only the good half. Only the good half. Um, so he's, he, he, he's a good guy. Bottom line. And, uh, again, Getting those kickboxing guys are tough as fucking nails. Tough as nails. Uh, they don't wear any protective gear. Uh, and one of the and I, again, guys, I'm not I'm not a kickboxing aficionado. Um, they are they, you aficionado of anything? I, I'm a boxing aficionado. Uh, according did to you, Billy, did, you are. According to Billy, I and read the Billy. bio and I thought you wrote it. I said this motherfucker's no. putting himself over. <laughs> it's like it, the the bio's like <laughs> this. The, the the bio is like this dirtbag rapper and boxing aficionado. It really does say that. Said, it actually what says what the fuck this this, the... this this guy who claims to be a rapper. Right. Now, I thought that self, was fucked up. The first self-proclaimed self dirt dirtbag and self-proclaimed rapper. Yeah. And and handsome boxing aficionado. That's a hey. You know what? See how this, see how this tell, Billy's he, got he, it out for he, me? He tells no lies, though. Yeah. Oh, he listen, no it's hard lies. to argue. Imagine it's hard to argue, but I don't I don't need that out there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> There's a difference between truth. You know, never let the truth get in the way of a good story, you know, as they say. So, All right, listen, listen, listen. Let me ask you a question. Oh, <laughs> Michael Hunter is uh, on this card, too. Okay, when you when we when I when I was looking at the previews, I didn't know if the Michael uh Michael Hunter, Mike Wilson fight was on this as well. So it yeah. is. Yeah. It's part of the Triller card. Yeah. Um, that's a nice little card. And it's it, it's definitely cool that. Uh, I like this silly idea. Dip set. This yeah, no, I like it. I'm, I was, I'm all for it. I was murdering you when you first brought it up. I didn't realize they were performing. Yeah, they're performing. Um, so this is. So, guys, this is apparently with the. Uh, I don't know. OK, I'm, I'm going to choose my words. Uh, carefully, apparently with that's a first a very high level of COVID cases. Hopefully in our rearview uh, mirror here, um, the verses again was started because people couldn't perform. They're going to start doing verses live like this. This is gonna this is gonna continue. Uh, Swiss Beats and and Timberland want to continue to do this versus thing, you know, live in front of a audience. So. I think we're going to see if if the I mean, if the levels stay low enough, we'll see. Uh, we'll see this more in the future. But this is going to be the first of its kind. Um, I think this is cool. Yeah, uh, I, I, I want to see how they put the production together again. A lot. Sometimes these things sound great on paper. Yeah. And then I can uh, I, I hope it's not like we get the fights and then two hours later, this fucking concert. happens. Well, you know I think I think. Look, man, I don't I, I, I hit a corner a few years ago. I'm trying not to be nihilistic, but I think it's I think we're going to probably look at a pretty shitty announced team. 
Um, <laughs> when when Teofimo Lopez signed the deal and Lampley came on board, you and I were both horny about that. Yeah. I highly doubt Lampley will be calling this unless you are different. I don't know. It, dude, if Lampley calls the versus battle. Oh, look. Like, I'm in be, right there. I'm in be, right there. That'll be I'm in on a, that alone. That's a, that's a Grand Slam World Series victory. Th- to me, there's nothing funnier than like ultra corny white dudes. Yes. Talking about like hip yes. stuff. Yeah, or street shit. Street shit, yeah. And this is about like as street as it gets. These Absolutely. Two, you know? Absolutely. Like, um, my <laughs> guess is it'll be Snoop Dogg and a, 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 a drunken Oscar. Uh, maybe. Oh my God! Like the la- like the last debacle. If we get coked up, Oscar. Like yeah. if, if I'm in. Get, I'm in on that too. Right. Like like, like yo know, the the whole this whole disaster, I'm I'm in for this whole no, nightmare. Now, I'm, I, in I'm in now. I wasn't before. <laughs> for those who don't know, who Michael Hunter is Michael the Bouncy Hunter. He's fighting at uh, he's fighting at heavyweight. He's 33, which is still young for a heavyweight. He only has one L. That's that cruiserweight to Usyk. He was one of the yeah. best fighters in the world, the the greatest cruiserweight of all time after Holyfield. So nothing to be ashamed about at all for that L, losing to the second greatest cruiserweight of all time that everyone lost right. to a cruiserweight. Um, at heavyweight, how many fights does he have? Uh, he, he what was he had? To, he had a draw with Pavetkin before yeah. Pavetkin starched. Uh, What's his name? Dillian White. D- D- Dillian so, White. Um, that Sergey Kuzman, it's like a capable guy. He beat him. Um, he yeah. fought Pavetkin to a draw. He knocked out someone named uh, Sean Lowry. I don't know who that is. Do you? I, I, he looks like Billy, like one of Billy's cousins. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, he looks like, sure. like Billy Connell's cousins are pretty sure. Irish sure. Billy. Um, uh, this Mike Wilson guy, I, I know very little about him. He's like 23 and one. We'll see. I mean, we're, we're looking. We're oh, lo- my God. Look at this guy. Yo, we're you- hoping for. Look at who. Go click on Mike Wilson's picture. Is that really him? I don't know. Go, click, click on his picture. Mike Wilson <laughs> boxer. <laughs> I mean, if you're laughing that hard, this is probably going to be Yo. a bloodbath. <laughs> What does he look? Oh no! <laughs> Yo, that can't be him, right? Oh no! I think it's him, man. <laughs> How old he is this look- fucking guy? It looks. I don't know. He looks like he looks most- like ZZ Top's roadie from 1986. That's what he looks like. He looks like the prototypical <laughs> white Midwestern fighter that you feed to a guy. Where is he from? Central Point, Oregon. So it's not difficult, guys. Look, if you're a casual you fan, it. it is it is not it is not difficult to build up a record if you're fighting in places like the Midwest, the Pacific Northwest. He fought uh, Dennis Lebedev in 2018, which I haven't heard a thing from Lebedev in I don't know ten years. Yeah, I haven't heard his name in eight to ten years. Right. So. so our prediction for the our prediction for the versus thing is shit. Uh, I mean, a trailer thing is shit show that we welcome. Yeah, I'm in. Uh, who you got? The locks or Dipset? Man, I, yeah, I'll tell you. I'll tell you uh, because I don't know how these things are gauged. If you're talking, if you're talking street shit slash classics, I'm going with the locks. If you're Me going too. for shit that was hits, 
Dipset probably had more like radio. You know what I mean? Just, just they, I, I, they had so they had a run there where yeah, they, they were did. like like in the like, mid two thousands. Yeah, where it was hits. You hits. know, I'm not I'm not implying like the locks. And, and D-Block has more classics for the style of rap that you and I like. But yeah. so I don't know. I don't know what the the and, measuring. And, and, and I, I mark out for style. Styles is my. Uh, Me too. Styles. Yeah. yeah. Styles is is, uh, is out of all. I guess it's. I mean, I don't know how many members are in Dipset that actually rap, but I think it's three of them. Or who still are there because there were guys like J.R. Ryder that were Dipset. I don't know if he's still there. Well, Hell right? Was. Uh, yeah. Hell Rell. That's a, uh, that's Max, a dope name. I yeah, it is. Name. It, I used to talk to that guy all the time. It oh, yeah? Strange. It was very strange. It was very strange. Hell we Rell. were supposed to do stuff, but that's one of the greatest names ever. Yeah. Hell um, Rell and El Bill are like t- two of the greatest yes. names ever. I love yeah, El Bill's the... Um, yeah. All right, moving on. <clears throat> so the, the, the WBO is uh, forcing a Crawford and Porter fight. Do you believe that they'll happen? Woo! Um, yeah, I do. Okay. I think it's going to happen now. I think okay. um, so. Worst case scenario, it goes to purse bid, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which for Crawford would be a plus. I mean, for for Porter would be a plus. And if Porter, in my opinion, because the last time, you know, Porter was the one who wanted out. He said he wasn't getting paid enough money. Mm-hmm. He, he won't have an excuse this time right. around. Right. Um, if it if it does in fact go to purse bed. Right. Um so Bob said sounded like he wanted to make the fight. He said he's ready to make the fight. And Bob doesn't have an excuse saying Crawford doesn't make him money if it goes to purse bid, because then he, right. Bob just doesn't have to bid on the fucking he right. doesn't, he doesn't make or lose any money. Um just he, just want to make you laugh a little bit, real quick, you know about this. Got a few messages. Yeah, your man Bud's trying to duck water. Just, I, 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 listen, man. Listen, listen. If you have a critique of Bud, which I don't know why you would, because look what he did at thirty-five, and look what he did at forty, and look who he called out the day he said he was going to forty-seven, right? And think that he's ducking anyone, let alone Sean Porter, who is consistently, specifically by Max Kellerman. This guy is always in great fights. He's one of the toughest. Who has Sean Porter beat? Right. No, off your head. What great win does Sean Porter have? Does Sean Porter have a great win? No, I don't think he has. I mean, well, Paulie. That's a great win. An older older Paulie? No, it's not. I'm just just rattling off his win. Ugas, and I thought he lost. I thought Ugas won. I thought Ugas won. Right. Uh, Broner dropped him late. Right. In the 11th or 12th. Um, By the way, Spence has been uh, saying he now again wants to get the Crawford fight done. And I believe that's, and I, I, but I do think that's because this mandatory was exercised. So if Spence, again, you're talking about islands, Spence might be on an island at 54. Spence hangs around at 47. It solidifies a legacy. It get him bigger fights when he does move up. I don't know. We'll see. Um, <coughs> Excuse me. You're right over there. No water went down the wrong pipe. Ah, <clears throat> oh, the old wrong might, pipeage. Yeah, I might tap. Billy, Billy, resuscitate, resuscitate. 
Bill, Bill, Billy, are you asleep again? He's drunk. Mm-hmm. He's drunk and sleeping. He got drunk again. Uh, B, before oh. we before we talk about um, Billy, before we talk about this fight getting made, I just want to say that uh, <clears throat> again, I'm a I'm a fan of Max Kellerman. I've been a fan since he had his uh, public access uh, public access show, and and he first went on to he was a kid when he first went on and would go back and forth with Teddy on Friday night fights it was just amazing time of my life when Friday night fights was Bob Papa and Teddy and Max back in the studio. Um, his constant his rap song, yes, of course. Mac Max and Sam they were signed to Rough House. Yeah, Rumble, Young Man, Rumble. Uh, it's it's actually pretty pretty fairly dope for for then it's sure. uh, whether or not you think it aged well is another story for another day. No, I, I, well, I mean, I have my opinion about songs with uh, specific topics. Uh, agreed, that, that agreed, agreed to their expertise. It's sort Agre- of uh, it's sort agreed. of a, a weird angle. To agreed. Take. I know was, about boxing. I love boxing. Well, I know a rap was, song about boxing. It was ninety three and it was low hanging fruit, but the yeah. beat was good and they could flow. Yeah, yeah. Sad, they, they could sadly, run. sadly, his brother passed. But listen, yeah. I, I I love Max. Uh, did Max, you, hang did, on. Did you ever listen to when Sam took over Max on boxing? Because that shit no. is that yo no. You can find them on YouTube. Okay, I'll Sam was up. a yo. Sam was a G. Yeah. So if yeah. if you if you listen to if you watch those, it's I find it more entertaining because it was more of like a variety show. Okay. He he, had, he took call-ins and shit. Yo, it's bet, bet. Fucking wild. So um, I I, I want to preface it by saying how much I like Max, how much I respect him, <laughs> how much he has a knowledge uh, a knowledge of old time guys. Uh, this isn't a guy who got into it at, in, at eight, nine, ten years old and only knows from the 80s on. He oh, understands who Joe Gans is. Right. He, he, he understands um, who Harry Grab is. He's he our under- Bert Sugar. Yes, he is. He's our generation's yeah. Bert Sugar. Um, with that said, um, he heaps praise upon Sean Porter, um, as others do. Um Jab, headbutt, uh, right hand clinch, rinse, repeat, uh, awful footwork, lunges in with his head. Um, I, I don't think I've ever seen him throw more than a two punch combination. When he throws a three punch combination, it's like a fucking a lunar eclipse to me. Um, again, clinch after clinch after clinch. I, I can't believe you can be his age be fighting as long as he has at, at, and this main, at this level and maintain footwork that's that bad. Um, He's got some uh, intangible that gets him through. I don't know. I've, I've often asked myself that too. Like every time I watch him, I'm like, this guy sucks. Now again, yeah. sucks is a relative a relative term. Don't we don't want you. Right. When, when, I don't when think start- Sean Porter sucks. He's a decorated amateur. He's a world champion boxer. I don't think he sucks. I think he sucks, but but listen, when we start giving you guys the email address for answers, because we're definitely going to have a segment at the end of every show where we answer your questions, don't write. You guys said this guy sucks. We're already explaining it. This is all relative. We're talking about, if you're talking about Sean Porter and Bud Crawford getting in the ring together, they're standing at the weigh-in. They're standing at the press conference. B and I are going to be like, this guy sucks. 
when you watch the brilliance of Bud Crawford. The dude has hung around for years, has fought guys at a very high level, loses to them, but he's managed to get fight after fight after fight, being as limited as he is, awful right. footwork. Uh, again, like I said, right hand, headbutt, lunge in, clinch, repeat, doesn't put his punches together, um, throws an awkward jab, throws an awkward T-Rex jab. Uh, again, that style, it's like I never thought there could be a welterweight John Ruiz, and it's here we are. Right. I never thought that could exist. So I, I, I need to, you know, again, this is our first new show. We, we put up our last episode for people to get their feet wet. This is our first new show. We're trying to explain the way we talk and how we talk about these guys. And we're, we're both East Coast Italians who ball break as well. So right. you got to understand, we say a lot of things that aren't literal. It's just the way we talk because I've noticed... Be it, it is a good thing that you bring up that up because I've never brought that up when we say this guy sucks or we don't like this guy. I always would say it on tw things on Twitter and not put that addendum on there. Right, and have right, people right. like sucks. He won daughter. I'm like no 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 no. Yeah, he fucked me up. I'm not. Yeah. So, I'm so, I'm not like saying like yo. I'm, I'm trying to go, like go spar with the guy. I'm saying it's like it's like when it's like when people who are fans of music say. That guy sucks. It's like, okay, he has four platinum records, though. So right. He obviously you, doesn't you, suck. People like it. People like it. You know, you know, I don't. People, I, I don't. Right. Like, I'm not I, a fan. I think you guys, I think I've said this on shows. Like, I it, I don't know how to just to say it. I think, oh, my God, I'm probably going to get murdered for saying this. I think Billy Joel, Bruce Springsteen, and their ilk suck. It's like, I, like I, suck. I, I'd rather listen to static in between stations on right. a car radio than Billy Joel <laughs> or Bruce Springsteen or Bruce. The bosses or in bon my Jovi or or any of that shit. I don't I think Billy Joel and Bruce Springsteen are obviously great musicians. I follow little Steven on Twitter because I like his commentary and take on things. Mm -hmm. I, um, so. I, no, I don't think that they're shitty musicians. I think that they're I think. They suck from my ears. <laughs> I, we're going. I have a uh, top I mean, five list of people, and if you like any of these this, these artists or bands, you're out. And and Springsteen's one of them. Billy Joel's not on there. He is for Gavin, as you know. Yeah. Oh, full disclosure: I used to work at a bar in my early twenties, a bar on Long Island. So every Friday and Saturday night, you'd have assholes stumble in and play like nineteen Billy Joel songs. Yeah, in a row. Class. You know that I would walk out there and unplug the shit and well, plug it back in, and they'd be like, "What happened to my fucking songs?" And I'd be like, "That's uh, that, that's what you're I don't supposed know, man, to do." Man, jukebox is broken again. That's no, what you're you don't get your do. money back. That's what you're yeah, supposed I, to do when the Joel comes on. So, um, what wh what are they talking about as far as when the fight will happen this fall, 2021, or, or are we gonna have to wait? I mean, look, man, ten years from now. <laughs> They got this. They got to get Bud moving, man. He's he's gonna be thirty four. I'm I'm actually look. I'm starting to like. There's a, the the Bud detractors, and I don't necessarily blame Terrence Crawford for it. Um, but look, you got to get some better fights. Bottom line, um, I don't have I don't have a problem with detractors when the critique is you got to get better fights. But I don't put that on Bud. 
I put that on Bob. He's got one more fight at top rank. Let's see what he does there. If I'm him, B, and I'm considered by – if I'm considered the number two fighter in the world, some consider him number one. You and I right now after his last win put Canelo at number one. Yes. We have butter number two. I'm not mad if you have butter number one. If you proceed to be the best fighter in the world, look, for at, at 34 years old, the rest of my career, I'm not signing a deal. I'm doing one-offs. One-offs, that's I'm it. I'm doing one-offs. name. Uh, when I'm just I'm reading I'm reading now as of yesterday not to cut you off uh no mm-hmm, not is the, is the okay. target date because Bob doesn't want to put another pay-per-view on in October because they're going to do the Fury Fury Wilder uh, Wilder I'm October. fine with that I'm fine with that I, I would I would Tentatively. really like it to be done in 2021 um yeah. so we talked about Fury and COVID we talked about the plant and and uh Canelo um, yeah, we led with that because it's we it's, did. It's, it's my it's, fault. It's my it's, fault for doing that. No, it's not. It's not your fault. It's this is. It was. I think it was. It was more. Uh, more relevant news than old fights and boxing is. This is a. This is a drought. We are yes. feeling the COVID effects right now of boxing. We're losing big cards. Uh, yet, us two loudmouth still find enough shit to talk about to fill up a couple hours. But uh, we do. We do. Well, well we, I, I wanted to talk about something that we've been texting to each other, and that is Pacquiao's legacy. Should he win? I'm not, I'm not saying I'm picking him to win. That's, we'll get into that. We're, we can probably, when we do that fight preview, it'll probably dominate most of that episode because there's right. a lot to and talk I, about. I would, I would like to, for our, for our loyal Patreon uh, you know, uh, members, I would like to do something special for them. Yeah, um, we could do a long form. Yeah, uh, a long a form show, show for them. Yeah, uh, I so I I, I brought up. I, I just like to see where people's heads at. Particularly, I just like to see how um, knowledgeable people are. And what I said, I said, if Pacquiao were to win against Errol Spence at forty-two years old, uh, eight division champion. Would would this move him into top five all time? Now, in the tweet, I said, not mine. There is no budging my top five. To be honest, there's probably no budging my top ten. Okay. Moving forward, like, we'll, we'll be dead. And I, I, my current top ten all time, no one will ever break, break into it. Now, w- w- let me quickly just ask you, uh, if you don't mind. Will they never break into it because partly due to the politics of boxing now and the way that boxing is set up, that the best don't fight the best as much as they, they used to. Yes. Because was the boxing won't allow it. Right. Was the talent there in the last decade or two to do it? Yeah. But the fights weren't and the fights weren't made. You know what I'm saying? Look Mm -hmm. at people who we hold in high regard. Lomachenko, Bud, but okay, what? Okay, Bud. What would a Bud beat Spence? And then Bud did something good at fifty-four. Like yes, you're not cracking my top ten all the time. There, there, no, there's no way he could even go. There's nowhere anyone no. can go. And again, go. Uh, guys used to do this in their twenties, right? You know what I mean. So Bud's it's a finite amount of time he has left. To I also had know. to add to a lot of people that wrote me that were either clearly young. Or maybe newer to boxing. Oh yeah, he'd absolutely be in my top five. And I was explaining, yo, my top 
five, top 10, top 20 is all time. I'm going back legitimately to guys who fought 120 years ago. Like Harry Greb is in my Greb. So so if you want to talk modern era, well, first off, we then have to decide, well, when did that start? Did that start with, you know, because modern era to a young kid is 20 years ago. Did the modern era start with Joe Lewis? Uh, Did it start with Marciano? Did it start with Ray Robinson? Or is it much later than that? Is it the 60s and 70s? Does it start at the beginning of Duran and modern era? Yeah. What would it be considered? Because that Joe Lewis. So, okay, post Joe Lewis would be starting with Marciano, basically. So you're going from the 50s, late 50s on, 60s on, 1960s on? The 40s on, from when Joe Lewis started. Oh, Joe Lewis. I thought you meant Joe Lewis retired. No, Joe Lewis is, to me, the modern era. Joe Lewis's run is the modern era. Yeah, then then that's a little bit different. A little bit, not a lot. There's one or two... You know, if you talk about, I mean, about look at Joe, the great fighters. We're gonna we're gonna talk about Ray Robinson, Joe Lewis himself. You're gonna talk about uh, Henry Pepp. Armstrong, Henry Willie Pep. Um, but if you go to Harry Grab and Sandy Sadler, things start changing. Well, Sandy Sadler w- w- is part of the modern era. Sadler, he fought. That's Willie Pep. He fought Arch- Willie Pep. Yeah, arch nemesis. Yeah, and he's from Boston, so I hate him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Imagine that. All New England, what how they would build that Willie Pepper, Sandy Sadler now, a guy from mm-hmm. Northern, Connecticut versus a guy from uh from Boston. That'd be a great I like that. Well so if you're saying all right, you're saying Joe look that era, the forties on you got Archie yeah, Moore. I mean, okay, got, how, I mean yeah, the Mongoose. Think, how, how many guys am I really gonna uh are gonna be on my top? Well, who do you have? Like Bob Fitzsimmons, uh Harry Greb. You want me to rip through my you top twenty, bro? I mean, listen, man, I'm not ready for this type of the, of behavior from you. You behave yourself. How listen, do I go backwards? Don't make, don't do make I me go come ba- over there. Do I go backwards from twenty? I want you to. This is Winnie the Paz's top twenty all time <laughs> fighters. Number twenty, Benny Leonard. The ghetto. Number nine. Number 19, Sam Langford. Number 18, Jimmy Wild. Mm. Number 17, Archie Moore. You want to comment? Am I shutting up after each one? No, I don't want I to mean, comment. I'm, I'm, I, go ahead. I, I'm writing it down. Number 16, Jack Dempsey. Number 15, Marvin Hagler. Number 14, Alexis Arguello. Number 13, Carlos Manzone. Number 12, Rocky Marciano. Number 11, Sandy Sadler. Number 10, Sweet Pea. Number 9, Muhammad Ali. Number 8, Ezra Charles. Number 7, Joe Gans. Number 6, Joe Lewis. Number 5, Roberto Manos de Piedra Duran. Number four, Harry Greb. Number three, Willie Pep. Number two, Hendry Armstrong. Number one, Sugar Ray Robinson. What do you think about that, fucko? Well, (laughs) (laughs) now start whining about who who should have been in there. I'm not going to say anything because it's your list. 
I don't. I'm not going to criticize your list. It's your sure list. Sure you are. Sure you are. I'm not. I'm just going to say at the only is Greb and Gans are really the only two pre-modern era fighters you have in there. So I I think your your list is pretty right. Or who who did I miss? I get no. Maybe Benny Leonard, right? Yeah, but again, let's say we take two or three guys out of there because we're going to talk a modern era list. Then there's two, three, two, three spots to get guys post that era. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, I'd have to think about who should take those spots. Floyd's not not top twenty all time to me. Okay, I I don't I I don't care. I know. I know you don't. I'm talking for the people oh. who are going to write me. Oh, and tell oh me who are going to get mad at you? Yeah, because he's um, not. Okay. I He's my top. Floyd's the best 130-pounder uh, of all time in my eyes. But that doesn't mean that much. I, well, th- no, not that it doesn't mean that much. If you're the best all time in a weight class, it means a lot. But however, you could have five guys at the same weight class that are fought in different eras or even fought in the same era. I mean, uh, what, what Floyd did at 30 is pretty fucking spectacular yeah you know the, i mean the Just, I, I still think of the court when his name comes up that's when i think of him when he you know when he was when he was pretty boy when he fought corrales and was an underdog yeah and just put it on him before the hand problems before the wait i can make 50 million by fighting andre berto before before that guy a very right. special fighter Sure. You know, you can't it, me not having him at a certain place. is not based on his ability as a fighter. It's about yeah. choices, you know? Yeah. And choices he made in the second half of his career post Oscar, you know, because mm-hmm. fighting a close to prime Oscar was I was like, this motherfucker for real. And that fight was good and close. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. um, so I, I don't, Pat, I, don't I, I, I have to do my list. Okay, so real quick, real quick. Let for argument's sake, say you agree with mine, just for the argument of this question. Yep. We remove three from there, right? Because they're not modern era. Does Pacquiao go in there? If he beats Spence? It right now. Eight division champion. No, see, every- I, I, I rank Floyd higher than Pacquiao, so no. Yeah, but it uh, okay. But it's your choice. That's my so. Choice. F- oh, so, so we're they, saying if if I put my Vinny Paz hat on, three of them come out. Now there's 17, and you're rounding out. You got to think three guys to round out your top 20. Do they both go in? Pacquiao and Floyd. I'm gonna so, say, but top top me, 20 I, I say, modern I, era. I, do you have Ray Leonard on there? No, do you have, you have ha- so to me Leonard Ray Leonard goes in there, okay. Um, that's a, that's a definite. Uh, he beat Hearns and Doctor Aaron Pryor. Whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. Aaron Pryor was at forty. Uh, uh, it was there. You have Muhammad Ali in there, right? I do. Number nine. I got. I got to. I got to. I got to think about this more. No, I don't want to put those two in there. I think there's other guys that are. 
that are better than them. I like that. And now um, I'm sending this to you. Okay. So that I can that way it. you can flip them. I I think we're boring everybody to, to death now. We are. That's fine. Sorry, about, dead air. Um, no, because I'm I'm a big fan of neither one of them getting in to your top 20. I'm a big fan of that. I'm a big fan of that. I'll tell you what, before either one of them, if I remove, if I remove guys from before the modern era, I'm telling you, James Tony goes in for me before Floyd and Pacquiao. James Tony? Mm-hmm. Oh, wait till we open up the emails. Oh, God. We'll have the emails. Uh-huh. I like it. I like it. Oh, man. I, I got to think about this. Can we pick this up next episode? Can of course. Like of course. No, no, I wasn't even saying to, for, for you to, to do, do it, it right now. now. So, but, but Okay, so here's what I wanted to say before we wrap up. Before we wrap up the show. I got a lot of... Um, I got a lot of responses people saying he uh he would be top five all time he's it would he wouldn't be but i got a lot of his legacy is already cemented agreed agreed right i agree with that sentiment mm -hmm. but but a spence win would be a cherry on top and i said no 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 no. a spence win is way more than a cherry on top that's a yeah are you kidding me I, so are they underrating spence or underrating they're underrating the accomplishment in in By the way, relation to what he already did. Yeah, I, I just want to say this. At any age, beating a guy like Spence for a guy like Pacquiao or even Floyd, for that matter, guys who started way smaller in their career and have moved up and continue to dominate is a is a huge. I think what happens, bro. Um, not to guys like us, but to the public at large, is um, there's a, very much a what have you done for me lately mentality. Absolutely. That, that is boxing in a nutshell. It's a what have you, you done for me lately sport. Just go back starting with when he was called the Mexicutioner. Uh, uh, you know, uh, Barrera, Morla Morales, yeah. uh, Marquez, then as he starts moving up and guys like you and I are going, this guy's moving up. He's going to get battered. I thought I didn't know that he'd beat David Diaz at 35. They sign an Oscar. They're signing Oscar I thought, fights. I thought he signed his life away. They're signing Oscar. Oscar. I, me and my brother were laughing. What's this guy? Is he nuts? Is he broke? You know, he was gambling at the time and stuff. I was like, yeah. he had to go broke. This guy's going to get battered. by. I, by I, I thought Oscar was going to kill him. Cotto, Margarito, uh, uh, Clotty. It, it, yeah. It's it's unreal. It's unreal. The guys turned pro what 105, 108. Yeah. I mean, I I think uh, I think you're very naive if fighting for cigarettes uh, in the Philippines. Yeah, I think you're a little naive if you don't think uh, Pacquiao is taking some uh, B12 shots over his career. If you know what I mean. Well, I think you're not. To I me, mean, to me, the Cotto fight was was like 
I did one of these. Mm-hmm. I remember, I think I've, I've, I've shared this story on this podcast before, but we went to watch it at a bar that was supposed to get it and their pay-per-view crapped out at the bar. And uh, it's one of those bars that gets like every fight and they have like a million TVs in it. And I remember they came out and they're like, we, they were like, you watch the staff bugging the fuck out. The place was packed out to watch this fight. Sure. We wound up going to my friend's house that lived near there. And we had to get a, an illegal stream because the cable provider couldn't provide the bandwidth. That, like, that's how big that fight was. That was a pretty big yeah, Of fight. course. Well, and you're in New York with the highest right. Puerto Rican population they, outside of the island. Sure, we couldn't get the fight. And so I remember, I think I went on either back then the ESPN mes- message board or another message board and someone provide. We watched the stream. I watched that fight. We, we plugged the laptop into the flat screen. And that's mm-hmm. how we watched the fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was when my eyes opened up. And I remember the audio was off. So mm-hmm. the audio and video were off. Like they were mm-hmm. flap, they were talking and like Yeah. You know, it was like a kung fu flick. Yeah, yeah. So I I that was when I my I raised my eyebrow a little bit about the old uh what's in this guy's uh you know, is he is he drinking the one uh you know, uh, uh, that was mixed. You know what I'm saying? Right, uh, right. The, uh, the Panama, Panama Lewis mix. So yeah, I, I like, think I, I think it's very naive to believe. I mean, Cotto well, fought, Cotto fought valiantly in that fight. Cotto ruptured Pacquiao's eardrum in that fight. Mm-hmm. Cotto, Cotto got spun around by a he shot. Did. I went, wait a second. Even Cotto looked at the referee, looked at his corner like, what the fuck? Yeah, a, fl- fucking guy? a fly, a flyweight is flying my head. Right. Right. Yeah. So uh, he I, I don't think Cotto's ever come out and said anything. Um, He's not that doesn't ever really seem like that kind of guy. Cotto. No. So uh, other guys, I think, have implicated it. And certainly, <laughs> certainly Marquez pulled what I consider his Barry Bonds moment when Barry Bonds was on, uh, it, you know, the best player in baseball watching McGuire and Sosa have a home. And then two years later just takes all the steroids like you want to see me on steroids i'm gonna hit right home runs motherfucker. all right right i think marquez right. to me did that that was his uh his barry bonds moment all of a sudden well, marquez comes looking like a, a bodybuilder and knocked out pacquiao paulie malinaji has always been uh vocal about it you know yeah the, you're, the first you're naive one. yeah uh and i i respect him for saying that because that it's a tricky game and it's a game where you say the wrong thing and you're blackballed. And he had no problem saying no. And and look, this guy's knows, on the, the Hugo. Right. And he and if anyone knows about it. Correct. It would be a guy who's sharing lock, literally sharing locker rooms with this guy. A guy who's been fighting his whole life. Amateurs, pro. Fight, look, if, if you think we're dunces, Paulie Malinaji is not a dunce. No, when it comes not. To boxing. He's, the, he's the opposite. Uh, he's the opposite. His boxing IQ is through the roof. So, B, I guess wrapping up, we've we beaten around the bush, but um, do you think to the average person, he jumps into some people's top 10? Top 15 all time. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Is... Look, people, people, and I know good boxing people, knowledgeable boxing people that say that I, I remember during his run right around the David Diaz time, very respectable boxing people were comparing him to Roberto Duran and Roberto Duran's run up through. The yeah. Run. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, I, I don't, uh, and that's probably Pacquiao's legacy to me might be, a, a, listen, I'm speaking on accomplishments, not on, um, 
what I suspect he did to. Mm-hmm. No, to me too. Me too. So I can me only too. speak me on too. what's in the record books. Um, so the Pacquiao's legacy is negatively affected by the politics of boxing. Um, whereas in other guys that are on your list or maybe my list, if I decide to put a list together, um, well, what I think mine should do is lead to ours. Okay. The same way when we do our pounds for pounds. Right. I think we should create a knock them out the box. Top. All time that was 20, 25 all time. That gives us five more spots. And if we want to do modern era, we, we take I think, two or three. Yeah, I think we do out. modern era. And I think we do just like the Hall of Fame does. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, we'll do modern era and then we'll do, you know, all time, all time. Like where you. Yeah. You know, you have a guy like Bob Fitzsimmons or Jack Johnson. Yeah. Um, and Jack Johnson, for what he did for the sport, it, to me, is, is, is all-time. Right. If, if someone said, uh, puts him at number one for what he did for the sport, I'm not arguing. The same way I'm not going to go into whatever happens with Pacquiao. Let's say he wasn't fighting Spence, but wherever someone was to have him, looking at his ac- accomplishments with us not knowing anything factual about the, the, the Hugo. I'm not mad at someone that has him high. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Like a top five, eh, I'm going to debate you. But if you have me a top 10, 15, 20, I'm not mad at that. Same way that people think. I mean, there's also people that think Floyd well, is the greatest of all time. I can't have a conversation with that person. Well, I mean, I'm I, all, I, I, again, I know, I know very knowledgeable boxing people that have Floyd as, as the, their greatest of all time. Those same people also have a very higher regard for modern era fighters than they do for fighters uh, in the past. Yeah. Um, the evolution of the sport, evolution of... Of the of, human of, body. Of, of, of the, the human body. Yeah, I mean, I've heard arguments from both sides. Um, it's a sport that has to do with weight classes. So you can't necessarily argue that because you have to fight within a certain parameter. Guys used to fight more often. They used to fight. There used to be more fighters. There used to be more boxing gyms. Um, they, we'll, I have a one saying that I've always liked is you. there's not one human activity to do less of and get better at. Um <laughs> So if guys fought more, naturally, you know, the thought process is they're going to be better because they're doing said activity more often. Um, these guys oftentimes would have careers that really were only seven to 10 years, but they have like 110 fights. Um, so the argument can be made, like I've heard Oscar De La Hoya talk about, you know, how modern due to the amateur system and the system he came up in, a lot of the modern fighters are better than the fighters in the past because they weeded out a lot of guys that never made it to the pro ranks. It's, that's his opinion. And I, 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 you know, um, so, you know, everybody's got an opinion every, you know, uh, and I think the argument can be made on both sides. Well, I mean, Harry Greb fought 37 times in one year, you know, so it's like, <laughs> if you if, if people it's apples and oranges I, I i so i hear you you know what i mean yeah i mean he, he had 261 fights bro like what right uh-huh. no it's it's fucking crazy so let me i'm just looking them up now but right bob fitzsimmons who many consider to be one of the greatest fighters of all time he held middleweight light heavyweight and heavyweight titles. okay um from New Zealand, 
uh, fought 101 fucking fights. <laughs> fought 101 times. He started out as a middleweight. Now, granted, it <laughs> wasn't on. it wasn't the super heavyweights that we see now. You know, heavyweight was was two hundred pounds was yeah. a, above one hundred and seventy five pounds. So yeah, Rocky Marciano was one hundred and eighty five pounds. Correct. You know what I mean, as a heavyweight. Correct. In a in in what I consider the modern era. Right. So a, a lot of guys now, when people say, "Oh, Rocky Marciano wouldn't have competed with uh, heavyweights now," you're right. He wouldn't have. He would have. He would have been a cruiserweight. Or he could have cut 10 and fought at 75. Right. I mean, he, but the thing is, the argument was, why didn't he just do it then? You know what I mean? Um, probably because he, he was heavyweight was where you wanted to be. And he was. <laughs> yeah, that's where the money was. Then. Right. Quite successful in doing so. Um, so, again, guys, guys also don't realize is way back. There was no 168 pound. Uh, so you fought at 160 as the limit. And then you had to jump to 170. So if you were 162 pounds, theoretically, you're fighting a light heavy. You're, you're fighting at light heavyweight. Absolutely. So, I mean, it's a if you're fighting at 176 pounds or 175.1 pounds, you're a heavyweight. This is so this is you're talking about the Jake LaMotta shit here. Oh, right. who told you I could make 160? Like 160. Right. I'm 168. Stop fucking eating. Right, right. <laughs> If you if you if you lose, you win. You win. If you win, you win. You win. They gotta fight you. That's there oh, you go. stop fucking eating. Stop oh, fucking eating. What a great I scene. can't make one sixty. <laughs> All right, so yeah, well, I, that's another thing we're gonna put together. We have our pound for pound list. We post them on our on Instagram. Um, do we have a website up running now or what, Billy? Billy, he's drunk. Oh, he is drunk. Uh, look at he his hair. Drunk. Holy look shit! Look at his hair. Oh my uh-huh. god! <laughs> he got hammered since. <laughs> Billy, do we have a website? Okay. Yeah, k e o t b boxing dot com. K e o t b boxing. Knock him out the box. K e o t b is for knock him out the box. It's very good, Billy. Knock him out the box. Boxing. Brand, B, are you gonna set up uh, an email so he's so these fucking maniacs can yeah. send us hate mail? We'll get that the next episode. We'll have that all set up. Billy's gone already. We got that he, picture. Billy, of his he went. His, he went back. He went back to boozing. He went back to his to boozing and to his uh, uh, what's it called? What was that place where you would go to get photos taken? In the mall? <laughs> oh, the the uh, uh, Sears? No, like that. But you will go to the mall. Oh, oh, glamour shots. Glamour shots. His glamour shot. <laughs> Billy's got glamour shots, yo. He does. Got glamour shots. By the way, by Billy. I, I, look, I don't know. We'll put it to a vote, but I think that should be the KEOTB. Knock him out the box official logo is Irish Billy's headshot. Well, and we would I, just need to add something to it that lent itself to boxing, but I no, would, you know what I mean? Just it's it, just leave it. It's, can it's, we put home, can we put homeboy's hat on? Who's who's Floyd's cut man? With all the oh with yeah, all the, yeah, yeah, with the yeah, Jeff yeah, cat yeah. with all the uh, with all the pins, the little pins on it. Yeah, can we just put that? Yeah. Can we superimpose that <laughs> on his head? No, Don King's hair. All right, yeah, all right. Better yes. put Don King's hair on. Okay, I'll get I'll get on that. I'll get on. Hey, that. listen, uh, before we sign off, um, I as I do at the end of every episode, I like to make a little suggestion. Uh, for you boxing fans or 
one of the goals me and Vin had was to expose you guys to the sport, bring you guys into the sport. And uh, a must read for boxing fans is, uh, is The Sweet Science by uh, A.J. Liebling. Um, this is the, one of the quintessential boxing books. Um, this is written at a time when boxing was one of the big three uh, sports, along with, uh, this is, you know, prior to the NFL, prior to the NBA, uh, it was really boxing, boxing and baseball um, and, uh, and football. So this is it, the sweet science. Go out and get it, rent it. I don't know, Kindle it, Apple books, whatever the fuck it is that you guys do to read books nowadays. I have to read paper books. I can't read on the fly. Agreed. Um, so I have it. Uh, I know Amazon has it. And uh, I'd like to, once we set the email up, if you guys do read it, I really love to hear what you guys think about it. Um, and if you check the back episodes, which we'll eventually post, I posted some other books. Uh, we'll talk about some other books rather. And um, again, I'd love to, I always like to discuss uh, books with people, especially about this sport, about boxing. But um, that's it for episode 10. Well, real quick, uh, oh. the, the, no, no, no. The, the, the good fellas over at Hannibal Boxing sent me a huge package of books. Uh, Jimmy Tobin wrote the Killed in Brazil, The Mysterious Death of Arturo Thundergatti. Um, this Hamilcar um, label is doing tons of boxing books. Uh, Hamilcar Publications. It's uh, HamilcarPubs.com, H-A-M-I-L-C-A-R-P-U-B-S.com. Um, and the Hannibal Boxing Journalism is at HannibalBoxing.com. They sent me tons of books. Um, I'll, I'll, big, I'll big them up. Uh, they sent me so many. The one, I, the one I'm on now, the Jimmy Tobin right, uh, kill, wrote Killed in Brazil, The Mysterious Death of Arturo Thundergatti. I'll break bread with you, B, with, with some of these. But uh, good looking to my man Kyle over there. Uh, Kyle Sarafine. He's on uh, he's on Twitter. It's uh, at Sarafine. At S-A-R-O-F-E-E-N. Uh, good boxing guy. He knows his uh, stuff. Sh sh shouts to Hannibal Boxing and shouts to Kyle for the package. We appreciate it, man. Um, so, yeah, this has been episode 10. I guess the next time you'll hear from us, we'll be breaking down Pacquiao Spence. Um, would that be safe to say, B? Uh, In long see. form. Let me or see. no, no, maybe not. I would think I so. It. Yeah, let's see. We're going to do this in two weeks, right? Well, yeah, which would, which would be, uh, yeah, I mean, man, we, no, uh, no, 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 not yet. That'll be this. all right episode the one four. after that we'll all right fight we're gonna do our fight predictions for pacquiao spence uh next okay. episode okay uh, cool yeah because that fight ha won't happen is that what you meant right will we be talking about yeah it's what i meant stupid idiot oh then yeah <laughs> fuck you k-e-o-t-b-boxing.com we're gonna get that email address set up so you can send us hate mail and, and we'll, we'll get a uh we'll instagram tweet. set up well yeah, we'll tweet and we'll IG it and we'll. What is your Twitter? Up. What is your Twitter, B? Before we get out of here, at the killer B twenty four, and my Instagram is at i underscore no underscore that underscore kid. Worst Instagram handle of all time. Yep, and I'm keeping it now that you hate it. 
I'm on Instagram as Boxcutter Pazzy. I'm on Twitter at Vinny underscore Paz, just one underscore like a normal person. <laughs> and uh, we'll see y'all for episode 11. All right, peace. peace, peace. Thanks for joining us. Knock him out the box, B. Knock him out.